Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses. I've raised millions of pounds of investment and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice and everything else you need to know to start, scale and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. One of the things, some questions we helped me build my businesses and helped shape the way that they look today has been reading books about other people's businesses, learning from the successes and the failures and the trials and tribulations of other people's experiences. I love reading about business and I love reading about entrepreneurship and I've read loads and loads of books. And because it's Christmas and we should all have a little bit more time on our hands, hopefully, and because it's not too late for Santa to maybe slip one last gift into your stocking, I thought today I would share what I think have been the 12 most valuable books that I've read about business, about entrepreneurship. And if you haven't read any of these, then I think that these will really help you too. They'll help you shape your businesses. They'll help you make some of the tough decisions in business. They'll help recalibrate some of your expectations about what business should be. They'll help, you know, sense a check and just remind you that you're not mad if you're going through some of this stuff yourself. And they'll certainly inspire the hell out of you to go out there and absolutely smash it in 2000. And 23. So if you enjoy a good book about business and entrepreneurship, then today's episode is definitely for you. So make sure you stick around. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of the HMO Podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Bookies, welcome back to today's episode in which I'm going to share with you my 12 best books. When it comes to business and entrepreneurship, these are the best reads. These are the books that I've taken the most value from. And I want to share them with you today because I think that they could help you too. Now, I'm pretty sure you'll have read at least one or two of these, maybe more if you're an average book reader. But if there's anything on this list that you haven't read, make sure you write it down and go and try and slip it in Santa's pocket before it's too late or get yourself down to the January sales. And uh, if you're listening at some point in the future, then go and pay full price if that's what you have to do. But I promise you, these books are worth their waiting call because these will really help shape you as a business person. They'll really help you make the tough decisions in business that are needed. They'll help you set realistic expectations. They'll inspire you and much, much more. So we've got 12 books I want to share with you. Let's get stuck straight into it. The very first book I want to share with you, and by the way, these are not in any particular order. I've not done it sort of like best to worst. 
The first book I want to share with you is Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Now, this is the story of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. And this is such an incredible story. This is a brand that, you know, is globally recognized. We all know it. And we know what Nike stand for. Just do it. Their whole passion and ethos and their values about what they do is hugely inspiring. But I didn't know anything about the Nike story until I read this book. And wow, I was completely blown away. This, I think more than any other book I'm going to share with you today, is a book about the trials and tribulations of business, overcoming adversity. It is so hugely and incredibly inspiring. And at points in the book, it's really just It's difficult to comprehend how anyone could actually get up and keep going. It's really, really, really good. And it just reminds me, and it's a book I've read several times now, it just reminds me that it isn't meant to be easy and it certainly isn't always easy. And sometimes the best things do come through the adversity, through the pain and through the grit. A really enjoyable read, a really easy read. And wow, there's just so much in this book that you just... If you haven't read it, you'll just be blown away by You will not believe that this man had to overcome these obstacles and these challenges to get where he got to. And I think Nike is so big that it's easy to forget that at one point it was just a man with an idea. And that is exactly what this book is about. And it's that journey. So that's the first book I want to recommend to you. Go and get it. Go and check it out. I think you'll absolutely love it. The second book is Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. Steve Jobs, obviously, the man behind Apple the man behind Pixar and many other successful ventures. Now, Steve Jobs has been well-documented and well-criticised. And this book is is a real sort of eye-opening insight into who he was and how he functioned and why he made the decisions that he did, what drove him, what he was passionate about and who he really was as a person. This book was so interesting because what I got from this was a really unique insight into one person's vision and how that one vision sort of unquestionable and like uncompromising vision ultimately got him to where he was. Hugely successful, of course, but his values around branding and the slightest detail, I think was so inspiring. And and again, like a lot of the adversity that he had to overcome himself, ousted from the board of Apple, which if you know anything about Steve Jobs, you'll surely know that. The fact that it was his story isn't just Apple, his story's Pixar as well. It's a great book. If you haven't read it, do, do, do go and pick it off the shelf and give it a read because I promise you'll enjoy it and you'll find that there's a lot of really useful stuff to pour into your own businesses there as well. Number three, Alibaba by Duncan Clark. Now, if you don't know who Alibaba are, think of sort of Amazon in the Southeast, Chinese company. The man behind Alibaba, the founder, is a person called Jack Ma. Alibaba is a huge company, maybe not quite as big as as Amazon, but a huge company nonetheless. And in a country like China, where it's a lot less capitalistic than over here in the West, what he managed to achieve there is really, really fascinating. The story is unique. Jack Ma is unique. It is a real sort of journey through adversity, through treachery, and one that I think you'll find so incredibly interesting. Again, you just won't believe that this man managed to achieve what he did through all of this. But again, Jack Ma is a really interesting person, much like Steve Jobs and much like Phil Knight. And you'll find a huge amount that you can take away from the way that he thought about things, how he made decisions on things, where he was willing to compromise and where he wasn't, how he managed to build his business, things like partnerships, the risks that he was prepared to take and ultimately had to take. So that's Alibaba by Duncan Smith. Go and check it out. I think you'll absolutely love it. 
Number four, then, The Everything Store by Brad Stone. This is the story of Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Obviously, it's a company we all know, but Amazon famously started in Jeff Bezos's front room in his garage. He had a door for his desk for many years, and originally it was started and founded as an online sort of bookseller. And it grew and grew and grew and grew and continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. As you can probably imagine, the ups and downs of this story are really quite fascinating. Again, the trials and the tribulations of building a business to this sort of scale, raising the finance that was needed for it in the first instance, the lack of belief from anyone else that this could possibly work. I mean, books were sold in other places and in shops and in libraries. Was there a place to do this online? Nobody really thought there was. And Jeff Bezos proved everybody wrong. And the idea became something ultimately quite different in the end. But it's a fascinating story of evolution. And I think for anyone starting a business and building a business and sometimes finds themselves thinking, am I doing the right thing? Do I need to change tack? Do I need to pivot? There is so much to take from this book and so much to learn from Jeff Bezos. Number five, Elon Musk by Ashley Vance. Elon is obviously a unique character. Elon is like nobody else. Elon is, in my opinion, pretty nuts. I mean, if your ideas are as grand as inhabiting Mars, <laughs> you've got to be a pretty big thinker. And I think from Elon, that's what I get more than anything else. It's this idea of thinking big. Thinking big, you know, otherwise it's not worth it. Now, I've not managed to sort of get myself to, to that level, nor do I think I've sort of got the um, what it takes to deliver at that sort of level. But Elon Musk is incredibly inspiring, whether you sort of love him or hate him. Elon built PayPal incredibly successful company that he sold. Obviously, he is the founder of Tesla, SpaceX. If you don't know anything about SpaceX, it's just unbelievable. The Boring Company and, and other ventures as well. So it's a really, really fascinating book, a really unique story. And there's a huge amount about a variety of businesses that you can learn from and you'll be able to take a lot of ideas that you can pour into your own business. Number seven, Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson possibly my all-time favourite biography about business and entrepreneurship. Richard Branson is quite a unique character. Branson very much likes to live in the moment. He's a bit of a daredevil, isn't he? He likes his extreme sports. Port Island lives on an island. Really, really unique character. And I think what really comes through from Branson's books is his values. His values about the Virgin group and his staff and, and the importance of building teams, which I think so many of us underestimate and so many of us wait too long to do. Branson really highlights the importance of building teams and how integral those teams have been in ultimately getting him where he's got to and building several really successful companies. So that's number seven, Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson. Number eight, It's a book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Now, this is slightly different. It's not an autobiography. This is a book about, I suppose, ideas and best practice about scaling up. It's really useful if you're scaling up but struggling with things like cash flow, struggling with how to prioritise your time and knowing where to spend your time as a business owner, as a founder, as a director of a business. If you're not sure how to create processes and systems and the importance of of having to do that and having to do this all on a bit of a budget and doing it in a lean manner, this is a great book for that. This I've read multiple times. There's still so much that I get from this book every time I go back. So it doesn't matter whether you're starting a property business, a rent-to-rent business, a different business altogether. 
everything in this book will be pertinent to you and, and your business. So go and check it out. Number nine, The Warren Buffett Way by Robert Hagstrom. Now, Warren Buffett, as we all know, possibly the most successful investor ever. I don't know too much about Warren Buffett's interest in property, but Warren Buffett's book is unique in that it is a fascinating insight into how this person approaches investment. We're all building businesses, we're all investing in property, and everything in this book is relevant. There's so much to take of it. Simple ideas and the way that Warren Buffett talks about the importance of the compounding effect and reinvesting and managing risks and taking calculated risks is so, so fascinating. And actually, I think that perhaps more than any of the other biographies in there, in my list today, this book has helped shape most of my sort of approach to business and certainly thinking long term. You know, this is the book that really reshaped everything for me. I, you know, I was very much a short term thinker, doing everything for the now. And after reading this book, I really did start to change that and started to look long term, make decisions for the long term. And of course, doing that, I've seen the results are vastly improved, not taking shortcuts and focusing on the long-term benefits, building value, building great brands, all of that stuff. It's a great book for that. So go and check it out. Number 10, What It Takes, Lesson in the Pursuit of Excellence by BlackRock CEO and co-founder Stephen Schwartzman. Stephen Schwartzman is the co-founder of BlackRock. If you don't know who BlackRock are, they are one of the biggest, maybe the biggest hedge fund in the world a hugely successful company. And what's interesting about this book is, first and foremost, the BlackRock Group invests in, in a number of things. So it's not necessarily specific to any particular sector or area of business, but it really focuses on the principles of investment. But also, Stephen Schwartzman's story is so interesting as a young student going up through the ranks and in, in, through the, sort of the financial industry, eventually sort of finding myself out on a limb, starting the BlackRock company, <laughs> overcoming huge obstacles, facing adversity on so many occasions and, and somehow managing to pull it all off to become one of the most successful funds of all time. So um, not one that necessarily stands out on the shelf, um, not one that I've seen a lot of people talking about, but a book that I think is absolutely brilliant. What It Takes, Lessons in the Pursuit of Excellence by BlackRock CEO and co-founder Stephen Schwartzman. Go and check it out. Number 11, I absolutely loved this book. And interestingly, this person has been in the news recently. The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons in Creative Leadership from the CEO of the Walt Disney Company by Robert Iger. Robert Iger is CEO of Disney, and he was up until fairly recently, and then he wasn't, and Disney have just brought him back and paid him a staggering, eye-watering amount to come back because he was just that good. Walt Disney, perhaps one of the most recognisable companies in the world, and under Robert Iger's leadership, did incredible things. I mean, far more than just the movies, building out theme parks across the world, expanding the Disney brand, buying other companies, you know, mergers and acquisitions. It is a fascinating story, but it's also a really interesting look into Robert Iger's life, which in many ways, and as you might imagine, was quite unique because he was the CEO of one of the biggest companies and most, perhaps the most recognisable company in the world. And some of the decisions that he had to make and some of the pressure that he was under and how he managed this and coped with it. And, and his a sort of honesty and, and sort of candid approach to sharing a lot of the sort of the behind the scenes is really interesting. It makes for a great read. So go and check that one out if you haven't already. 
And finally, my last book, my last recommendation today is something slightly different. And it's a book called Unshakable by Tony Robbins. Now, I'm not a huge sort of self-help fan, you know. I'm not a massive fan of Tony Robbins, if I'm honest. But Unshakable is a book about primarily investment and good sort of principles of investment. Tony Robbins is a billionaire and he's an incredibly successful investor in his own right. Yes, he's got a very, very, very successful company that obviously focuses and specialises in self-help and that sort of stuff. But this book is about investment and good principles of investment. And what I really liked about this book is some of the examples that Tony Robbins shares about the importance of compounding and how detrimental things like fees are. You know, if you're paying funds fees, the importance of investing for the long term. And there are some really great examples of the differences between investing at the top of the market and holding for 12 years. But let's say you invested one day, top of the market, the market bottomed out the following day, but then you held on for 12 years, as opposed to investing at the bottom of the market that following day, you invested that day instead, and then held for 12 years. How different do the results look? I'm going to let you mull on that, but the answer is perhaps not necessarily what you think. It's a great book with some really, really good and very transparent examples. And it makes you think very differently about not waiting, about just getting on with it, planting that seed, investing for the long term, letting the market take care of itself. It's a really, really useful book if you just want to get a bit of perspective on investing for the long term, building businesses for the long term, buying property for the long term. So there we go, 12 books. Let me recap for you. Number one, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Superb book. Number two, Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. Brilliant read. Number three, Alibaba by Duncan Clark. That's the story of Jack Ma. Number four, The Everything Store by Brad Stone. That's the story of Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Number five, Elon Musk by Ashley Vance. (sighs) What an incredible character Elon Musk is. Number six, The Lean Startup by Eric Wies. Probably the most useful book that I've actually been able to sort of directly input into my businesses. Number seven, Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson. Number eight, Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Fantastic book. And for anyone, no matter what stage you're at, this is going to be a good book for you. Number nine, The Warren Buffett Way by Robert Hagstrom. Number 10, What It Takes, Lessons in the Pursuit of Excellence by BlackRock CEO and co-founder Stephen Schwartzman. Number 11, The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons in Creative Leadership from the CEO of the Walt Disney Company by Robert Iger. And number 12, Unshakable by Tony Robbins. Now, I'd be really hard-pressed to pick one book. I think perhaps the most valuable for me was Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson, but that was possibly one of the very first I read. So I think it had the biggest impression on me. But if I was to pick three out of this list that I would say start with, if you haven't read them already, go with What It Takes, Lessons in the Pursuit of Excellence by BlackRock CEO and co-founder Stephen Schwartzman. Just an amazing book. Go with The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons in Creative Leadership from the CEO of the Walt Disney Company by Robert Iger. And number three, I would go with Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Just get some real good, solid business advice. Look, that one's a bit drier than some of the others. It's kind of meant to be. It's you know, it's actually about some of the things that you can do to it and implement in your business straight away. It's not necessarily a story so much, but it'll help you nonetheless. So there we go. My 12 most sort of valuable reads over the years. Go and check them out. Let me know what you think. And if you think I've missed anything, and if you think there should be anything on this list that isn't, let me know about it. Come on over to the HMO community. It's our free group on Facebook. Tell me if you've read any of these, what you think about them. Tell me if you think I should have added some more to this list. And perhaps I've missed it. Perhaps I haven't read them myself and I would love to. So please, please, please do give me and our community your recommendation as well. 
Don't forget, if you want to scale things up in your HMO property business, then you need to be over at the hmoroadmap.co.uk. That's where you'll find all of the lessons about how you can find and fund more deals, how you can fill your properties with better tenants for longer. It's where you'll find downloadable templates and resources. It's where you'll find the deal stacker. It's where you'll find dozens of inspiring case studies and a whole lot more. That's it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget that I'll be here in the very same place next week. So please join me then for another installment of the HMO podcast. Mm-hmm.